Hey guys, how's it going? It's Paul again with Nathan, as usual. Hey. And today we have Marlin and, I'm sorry, uh, Goose, or is it Gus? It's, <laughs> it's, in, it's a Dutch name. You say it, uh, you say it like Goose? Goose? Uh, yeah, but you can say you can say Gus. That's much more easier. Okay. okay. Like, is it offensive if I say goose? Uh, it's not <laughs> offensive, but like at some point you'll probably start to throw up. So like, it's it's in your best interest. Don't name it's like the him. Top Gun character. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so yeah. Gus then. That's right. Yeah, Gus is fine. Okay. okay. And it's Marlin, right? Yeah, I'm Marlin. Marlin, okay. As in Brando. And, okay. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah, he looks like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, they are the creators of Catch-22, recently on iOS. Yes. And uh, there's also a third person, Rul Bartstra. He's not here with us uh, in L.A. He's in the Netherlands. Oh, what uh, are you guys doing in L.A.? Uh, we're here for, uh, we were here for Indicate. That was last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's and uh, people are doing. Yes, and uh, we were official selection for Indicate, so we went to Indicate, and now we're enjoying ourselves a little bit. Right on. Were you two guys at PAX? Yes. Yes, we were. Okay, so I definitely shook hands with at least one of you, and you gave me a ball. Ah! <laughs> That's... Yeah, the squishy, the squishy balls. Uh -huh. That ball is actually right beside my desk, and every time I'm doing any coding or something that I'm really angry with, I squeeze it, so thank you. <laughs> You've probably saved my computer or my monitor's life a few times with that ball, so I guess they should be the ones thanking you. But yeah, yeah and awesome. actually, you guys asked me for a card, and I didn't have one available at the time. Oh, so I think I think you spoke to me. Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure I was the guy with the the, the strange tie. Okay. Okay. Did you do the Pax Ten panel too, or? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was at that thing. I asked a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> We were at PAX. PAX was fun. And then my friend Sean gave you one of his cards instead. So, yeah, it was probably you. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, All right. That would have been on the first day, so. What was your question at the panel? Oh, mine? It was whether or not you should Design move. Design documents? No, it was, uh, do you have to move to a place in order to become part of the indie scene, or can you start up a scene at home? Yes, uh, I remember but... that one actually. Yeah, we we um yeah, Holland is pretty like it's so it's so small. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> so like the, the the indie scene or the Dutch game industry it's more of the same thing because uh there, there there's like a guerrilla against the AAA industry, the only big one in in Holland. And yeah, the, well there's the guys from Awesome Knots uh, as well. Yeah. Um I think I think those are the and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are some bigger companies as well, but yeah, like I said, the indie indie scene and the Dutch game industry is basically the same. Yeah, they they tend to um, centralize in in Utrecht, but yeah. well, um, there are some companies in Amsterdam as well. But the the <laughs> the traveling time from Amsterdam to Utrecht is fifteen minutes, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, we're not scattered all over the country nah. or something. Okay. <laughs> Right on. Well, yeah. I wanted to say congratulations, first of all, for getting your game out. Thanks, thanks. Thank it, you very much. Yeah, that, that's a big accomplishment for us. Uh huh. And I got to admit, I'm a little bit bitter because I'm not an iPhone user, so I'm waiting for Android, but I can wait. Yeah. It's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I really like the game. Um, I think I was, I can't remember who I was talking to. It was somebody else at the booth, but I like games that make me hate myself. 
mm-hmm. and that is exactly what your game is like yeah. in every way because the only person that messes me up is me from yep. yeah. like two minutes ago so <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's it's the key thing of this game yeah, yeah. I, i'm a big fan of taking such a simple concept like this and making an actual game that's fun to play so i gotta ask where did this idea first come from um well you might have heard that we started out this uh, the development of this game at the Global Game Jam mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. So we participated in the Global Game Jam in Amsterdam. And uh, the theme for this year's, uh, last year's uh, Global Game Jam was Orberus, you know, the, the snake biting its own tail. Yep. Oh, okay. So we actually interpreted that theme as infinity and biting your own tail so we, we we started to create a game concept out of those two well simple yet uh, complicated uh, concepts mm-hmm. and we uh, came up with well wh- what what is now the the, the basis of uh, uh, of catch 2 actually mm-hmm. yeah so like the um, the the game the, the game jam is 48 hours so it forces you to make a really simple game. Right. Uh, um, the the basic concept of the game was pretty much um, already done when we came back into the room after the briefing. Yeah. And then and then from there on, like uh, so, some technical stuff didn't work, and then we fixed it, and like it all came together right before the end of the game jam. Um, yeah, it's 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 quite um, quite interesting what a game jam can can do for your game and to. Uh, to see what after 48 hours you created uh, from the initial idea. Right. Now, was that your first game jam, or have you guys been kind of working on stuff for a while? Uh, for me, it was my first. Okay. Yeah. We were already uh, doing game development uh, in, in other formations and stuff, um, but we actually uh, formed up at the Global Game Jam, and this actually was our first Global Game Jam. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like yeah. as Mango Down, that's where that. But Mango, came. Mango Down was was created after, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Like um, uh, I I knew Marlon and I knew Rule, uh, but Rule and Marlon didn't know each other, and I knew Marlon from my internship and I knew Rule from my uh, from my school. Okay. And, uh, I was like, hey, this is I'm in my fourth year. I I have never done a game jam. I wanted to do this, and I'm I I spoke to Marlon a bit, and he was um already. Uh, taking some steps to do the game jam, and I said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna team up?" And because uh, I know some other guy who wants to do this as well, and they said, "Yeah, sure, let's mm-hmm. team." And then uh, yeah, we met. They we all met at the, at the game jam, and there yeah, from there on, uh, the rest is history. Uh-huh. And what was the timeline on? It was pretty quick turnaround, right, from game jam to what we were playing at PAX. Well, yeah. actually, um, no. The okay. initial game was made in 48 hours, and well, yeah, yeah. after the Global Game Jam, we we uh, started to well actually develop this game. First off, we started with um, a sort of desktop uh, version of this game, mm-hmm. and, and then we got the idea to bring it to mobile, and we mainly focused on on iOS. Um, since then, we have developed this game for six months, and. It's that may seem like a like a like a fairly long period of time, 
Um, but what we actually did was we, we took this concept and we started started to, to extend on it. We, we introduced uh, a lot of new features, a lot of, uh, uh, well, we did a lot of experimenting with, with, the, with the core concept. And in the end, uh, well, we basically removed it all. Yeah. Uh, we removed the, the features that we introduced. We um, stopped doing experimenting. And what we ended up with um, what, just was the basic game, but yeah. improved on, on graphics and uh, optimized for mobile and with, with uh, better audio. Um, and so, so, yeah, so that's the, that's the whole development cycle of this game. Till now, um, if I can complimentary to, uh, make some complimentary uh, uh, additional notes to that, like we 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 the the game you play now, it's like the super polished version of the game jam game, but mm -hmm. we actually full circle on yeah. development. Mm -hmm. So like we were we headed out to experiment with stuff, try to add some new new things, try to like some people didn't get the concept, so we tried to make. Uh, uh, to to uh, like like we uh, the camera angle from the, oh, okay. the mm -hmm. is very important, uh, especially on the um, how intense this game is. Like if you pull it away too far, then this game doesn't become uh, as tense as the game is when the camera's a little bit more zoomed in. Because as sometimes you can't see the other player, but you know where he is. That's kind of um, a challenge for the player to memorize where the the other player is and what speed he is and to, to actually uh, think ahead of his movement. So, like, I know that the guy's coming up again, so I'm already jumping, and then you jump over the guy while you actually haven't seen him. And that's quite quite interesting to do that. And, um, yeah, we we, 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 went, we did a lot of stuff. We, we experimented with a lot of things, and, and we came back right at the beginning because this game is so delicate that if you change just a couple of things, the gameplay just completely changes. Right. Oh, okay. You should be really careful with introducing new features in this game. Yeah. That's the that's the bottom line actually. And you you can actually conclude that um only the the the, the useful and, 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 and good features were, were left in yeah. uh on top of the, the basic concept that was uh, yeah, that we started uh from with uh, like six months ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a lot of fine tuning then that you went through, yeah. Like like, like the, the the jumps of the players. Um, so we we actually mentioned just in the beginning, like uh, like this game just really makes me hate myself. Yeah. Um, we put so much time and effort into everything in the game. Yeah. Will make the player hate himself because there's always a situation in the game that you can evade the other player. Yeah. There's there's nothing in the game that attacks the player. There is nothing like music or, or or art that is making you feel frustrated or that makes you feel like this game isn't fair to me. Right. The, the blaming is, is the action you did in this game. And that's something we really, really, um, yeah, we, we, we took that really serious. And yeah, that's why this game is so frustrating when you play it. Right, and I think it's an important thing too because if a player isn't hating themselves, they're usually hating the game. Like yeah. if they can't get through it, and that's not something you want to do. Like I always go back to Super Meat Boy. I think it's really important important that gameplay be fair enough, 
but yet challenging so that you have a feeling of accomplishment when you actually do it. Mm-hmm. And you're not just like feeling like you're trying to beat the game. You're trying to beat yourself, your own limitations. And I think your game presents that really well. Yeah, no, it, I actually uh, I broke my personal high score today. I went up to 710,105. Uh-huh. Jesus, okay. <laughs> I got 11 today. So. Was like, was like, <laughs> to me, that felt like a 10-hour epic quest. Like, mm-hmm. woohoo! And then uh, at the point I died, I was like, ah! And then, and then like, su- such a minimal game that, like, emphasizes such strong um, emotional feelings when, when you achieve your new personal best that's awesome that's really awesome for sure um going back to the inspiration of the whole uroboros thing and all that um where do you find you derive a lot of your creativity from is it old um ideas and stories like that like i've been talking to a few other indie developers and it's actually kind of surprising that a lot of their inspiration comes from old literature and weird out there things when a lot of games and stuff you see in the triple a come from well, I mean, their previous games are like movies. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat seeing that um, indie developers really take other media that's not just like right apparent in your face, like movies and other games, and going yeah. back to like the old ancient symbol of the Uroboros and stuff like that. It's really yeah. kind of neat. So what else do you inspires you guys when you think of stuff? I, I will just say this from my side, my personal side. Um, I'm not really that deep into like, oh, I, I'm, uh, I get inspired by uh, some some ancient li- uh, literary, uh, some ancient history or stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, my my personal uh, inspiration mostly, it's not about just old games, um, but I what uh, what I really envy in most old games is that, and that's what I try to do in my games. They take one mechanic, just just one mechanic, and they pull everything out of that one mechanic. Right. And, and I think that's yeah probably a signature for for the games that I t- tend to make is that they have one mechanic, and they and that one mechanic is really interesting and really fresh. It has to be something that's not been done before. Yeah. And well, yeah, that's the same for me actually. I um, I personally love game concepts that are, are so extremely simple and minimalistic um, yet offering a player full well uh, uh, um, space to, to, to well experience the game like he wants to and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, that's that's why I like uh, abstract themes I don't like uh, uh, creating some sort of th- theme sometimes you have to but in the, in the case of, of catch 22 you could create a sort of theme around this game um, that would not add anything to this game so I, I really like abstract minimalistic uh, simple uh, things like I said uh, a very simple yet powerful uh, 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 single mechanics like catch 22 mm-hmm Right. You know, that's kind of interesting. That reminds me of a blog post I read recently uh, by Clint Hawking. I'm not sure if you're familiar. He he developed Far Cry 2. Ah, mm-hmm. right. And who worked on Splinter Cell and stuff. He he was just talking about Pong and how because of how abstract it is, you can like kind of interpolate what sport it is. Like it's ping pong or it's tennis or it's yeah. air hockey. It's whatever you want it to be because it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know- if you make it more explicitly ping pong like Rockstar Table Tennis, then it kind of 
takes away that imagination part of it, and it's now just a ping pong game. Yeah, the, it's it, that's really on the spot uh, if you look at it in in the way on, into into Catch Twenty Two. Catch Twenty Two is just some spheres with colors, and there's no um, there's no character. You are right. the character. Yeah. Like you fill in every part of that story when you play. Like everything that happens in the game is you. You de- decide the difficulty. You decide the the pacing or how the the story evolves in 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 that regard. Like. There's nothing explained into the game. Everything is, is is imagined by the player, and I think that's one of the things that works really well in this game. Yeah, it's just it's just a setting. That's it. We give you a setting, and the rest you can you can you can invent it yourself. Yeah, right. like is it two planets locked in orbit or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we had some people thought it was like you were inside a womb, and okay. uh, yeah, we we had the most crazy. Yeah. People or like, like electrons swirling around a proton or something, uh, distant planet, and that's that's actually the most I think the most logical one. But mm-hmm. like some some egg, and then these are some some sperms around it. I really people. <laughs> <laughs> are so, there any specific uh, games you want to call out as being sources of inspiration? Like you mentioned, games yeah. that have real simple mechanics that are well honed. But like, are there any specific ones that come to mind or? Alice, you know Alice? Alice? Yeah. E L S. It's an it's an iPhone game. Okay. It's it's um I don't get it that that game didn't get so uh, so much attention because it's a really really good game especially for touch devices. It's mm-hmm. about it's about uh um uh, yeah, positive and negative space actually. It's like uh, you you grow some like there's some um some orbs on your screen, and you need to pull them around. And yet, the, the the game mechanic is really simple, but it evolves when you get further. It's definitely check it out. It, it, you can probably find a trailer on YouTube or something. Alice E I E L I double S, and that's oh, E L I. Okay, that's a very minimalistic uh, game that is well worth checking out. Yeah, but but. There's no real prior art to this game. No, no, no. Like I, we, we I, haven't, had, didn't have any inspiration when no, we made but catch. I, I, I think that at some point during the Global Game Jam, we actually looked at. I forgot, forgot the title of the game. Was it Osmos uh, or Tiny Planet? Tiny Planet. Yeah, yeah that was it. Mm-hmm. And we looked at that one, and and we st- first uh, uh, tried to create a sort of world and and, and planet and and, mm. and try to mimic uh, some some. Art of of uh, uh, that game, but yeah, in the end we just stick to the to the abstract thing, not not having a real theme, just like there's there, at the global game there was like a wasn't like a real artist to work on the game to make like a character or some stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, the reason why the game looked so abstract is because we didn't have time to make anything. Um, yeah, to make okay. anything. Something and that actually like that worked out really great for uh-huh. us uh, because like we were like oh this looks so cool and so nice and we don't need it we don't think it needs anything more to no it's that's just it uh-huh. right like in, in during the global game jam we made a lot of choices that yeah that were deliberate at that point but like afterwards after the global game jam we started to really see how much power each individual piece of the game <coughs> withheld and how how strong um, those 
uh, pieces hold up the game. And if you ch- change some of those pieces, then the game starts to to fall apart or to 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 do mm-hmm. something that you don't want it to. And and like after the global game jam, we started to realize that, and we really hold on to the the basic principles and the basic concept of the game we made in those forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. Uh, how has the reception at Catch Twenty Two been for you guys so far? Really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, we- is it kind of weird that this little thing that you did in 48 hours and then expanded upon is all of a sudden getting so much attention and love from gamers all over? Yeah, pretty much. For me, it is. Yeah, we feel honored. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and well, that, that's one side of it. And the other side is that we, we truly believe in the, in the concept that's behind this game. We truly believe in the game and, 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 it's great that a lot of people think likewise and 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 yeah that, that they love it actually uh, yeah what's really flattering one side note to it is like uh, sometimes I do feel like that we like cheated maybe yeah. <laughs> like, like like you shouldn't be here like well yeah some people like work for years on the game and um and then finally after a long time they get the recognition for the game or games they have made Mm-hmm. And we had some fun in 48 hours, and from there on, it just exploded. And at some point, we just it just skyrocketed after packs. Okay. And that was like that was for me. That was like it, the game deserves it. You know, the uh-huh. the game's good. The game's the game really deserves it to be out there between all those games. And that's that's my personal opinion. Uh, if you look at it from a personal perspective, like should you be here? Um, uh, yeah, being the being. there is blood involved with this game. Yeah, bloodshed and tears. Yeah, and that's true. A fight. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we we make it all look all good. Don't talk it down. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that's personal, you know. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I guess just more generally about yourselves, like other than developing games and stuff, like what media do you guys consume on a regular basis like movies music that kind of thing sorry if that's too general it's just um i love watching movies i love watching tv i love reading books i truly 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 love listening to music and good music mm-hmm. uh musician so that's that's what I, why i love music uh but I think that one true source of inspiration in life is just the world around you and looking yeah. looking outside and 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 uh, um, yeah, waking up, looking outside and, and and see the planet like it is and see the world like it is. And it sounds kind of uh, new age and, and and whatever. But yeah, that's what I truly believe. So yeah, that those are my sources of inspiration and the, and the main source of of media for me is just the world around me. Okay. Speaking speaking with people because being being yeah, well speaking to people is is, is the oldest form of media. And so it, like with recent kind of going to different conventions and stuff, have you guys had an easy time networking with other developers and just kind of having those interesting conversations about where you guys are going and this kind of a larger movement? Yeah, definitely. Um, I had a talk with uh, a girl. She makes. Uh, she's working on an alternate reality game, and 
it, it's it's like it's 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 so cool to to talk with people about some kind of shared love, um, mm -hmm. about making something you really believe in, because that's that in the end that's what I think any development is all about: believing in your own ideas and making them. Um, that's why you see the, a lot of really awesome ideas coming from the indie scene because they they're just doing what they want to do. Uh -huh. um, they're not. They're not motivated by my money or metrics or uh, like, oh, the fans, they want this or the fans, they want that. Right. Like market research says yeah. we need to put this feature in. And yeah, exactly. exactly. And um, as, as, as uh, for me, like where if I m my my most precious mediums, it, it will be the Internet and not just because uh not to, it, it's connected like you I can read like I like, like to read a lot of blog posts uh, mm -hmm. from uh, to just to see their personal opinion it's it's kind of like having a conversation with someone because um, a real conversation is always a lot different than reading someone's blog post and then contacting them about them and it's like like we're having a talk with you guys right um, mm -hmm. yeah I think that matters like I'd like to hear your opinions too um, you know yeah I, I don't know really how to explain that, but yeah, you just the internet, global community, how easy it is to kind of network and talk to everybody, connecting that kind of inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it seems the internet has played quite a role in the word of mouth spreading the news about your game too. Yeah, like I see you guys on Facebook, and every time I looked, that like I haven't looked recently, but every time I've taken a look at your page, you've gotten numerous more followers looking at your stuff so it seems like it seems like a really important part especially of the indie game scene and development community to like for companies that can't necessarily afford big trailers or tv spots or anything like that it's probably the only way they can get stuff out there is by word like of mouth social network stuff yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah um, that 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 that's a good thing actually um but I prefer the the well speaking to persons about yeah. internet about the, about word of mouth. Like um, we went to uh, Tifoli. That's a that's a club in uh, Utrecht. Yeah, and we had the game running on the iPhone, mm -hmm. and then uh, people started. At, we were in the toilets, and like this guy standing next to me, and I'm taking a taking a piss, and yeah, huh. so we get into a conversation. He's like, "Oh, what do you do?" And it's like, uh, show him the game. It's like yeah, it's a one button game, and then. Like after a couple, he was playing it, and after a couple, minutes, like all kinds of people are standing around it, and like when he almost like died, everybody was like whoa, and everybody was screaming, and I like that, that yeah, the, the word, word of mouth. I think it's still the best way to to get your game out there. Um, mm -hmm. You can push ads, of course, um, and there, there, there's a yeah, also a side note to that because iOS games, it's it's a hit driven market, so. If if your game like really slowly builds up steam, uh, it sure it gets enough attention with people that love the game. Uh, does it get enough attention to be called uh, an iOS success? That that like really depends. Right. Like yeah, like it's like once you get to the front page, then you stay there. But mm -hmm. it's that fight to the top. That yes. Kind of, yeah. That that's pretty tough. Um, we we're we're still not there. So uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're doing our best then. Like we got some really great reviews, and um, yeah, a lot of people are still, are asking questions. And like these interviews, you guys just like show genuine, uh, 
interested in the game, like, hey, you want to talk? I want to have a talk with you guys, and we're like, oh wow, that's that's really nice, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, speaking from just our group at PAX, uh, I think we went with a group of ten people, and I'm pretty sure everybody in our group, when we walked away from the indie ten or whatever there, the PAX ten. Uh-huh. Your game is the one that we all remembered because it was so outwardly easy different. To, yeah, easy to understand, and then just you get that challenge right away. And everybody like, I've know. told about the game, they've bought it right away. Like everybody absolutely loves your game, so I think it's getting the recognition it deserves, and it feels good to be able to talk to you guys and hopefully drive more people towards it because I truly believe in your product as well. Nice, Thank very much. Yeah, that's a great honor, really. Yeah. But we're st- still trying to get some more exposure. Right. Yeah. So are there other events you guys are going to, like post-Indicate, or are you heading back yeah. home for a bit? Um, which we're, we're, we're hoping for the, to get to um, uh, Game City Night. That's in mm-hmm. England. Um, after, yeah, we submitted to the IGF. Uh, just okay. To, so, um, yeah. But, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> It would be great if, if we like hit another big big uh, event. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nathan, do you have any more questions? Uh, just briefly, one. Yeah, like just kind of going back to meeting on the internet is cool, but in in person is better. Like after a big event, do you guys kind of get that weird kind of post packs blues? Is what we get over here where. You're so used to meeting all these people and all these fun conversations happening, but then normal life comes back, and you just kind of don't have that anymore. Like, do you guys have meetups and stuff back home? Like, do you have a group or other developers you get to touch base with not, to not kind of really. prevent that? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give you another reason to, like, um, you call it the PAX Blues, but I, I look at it completely different um, because... At some point, you just like sometimes you wonder if like you're the only one or the only couple of people that really think about your game or your passion that way. And after an event like that, mm-hmm. you, there's a lot of people out there and that that really have the same passion about games in general or a game as right. you have. So it's it and those like, people don't cease to exist after PAX. They just you just have to find them on the internet. Yeah. It, it, it actually it's only growing so I, it, it actually gives you a lot a huge energy boost like after we were so psyched like it and then after then after PAX Facebook just ramped up and uh, and a lot of people can get back got back to us like oh guys thank you so much for this awesome game and we were like wow you know like really wow so it, it makes it all worth it mm-hmm. for sure that's that's that, that's it for us actually Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, if there was anyone listening thinking about creating an indie game, what advice would you give them? Uh, <laughs> we got that same question uh, from someone else, and I always say uh, advice is overrated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and and I, I I mean that in the best respect because like so many people have have advice, and you should only take advice from people that you think you can learn from. Or will you think like okay, I need to um, because like a, a general piece of advice is really yeah no it doesn't work. And Marlon had a good actually. He said just make the just make the games you want to make. Yeah, just mm-hmm. make what's inside of your head. That that's that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> if Don't you, forget if, to be yourself. I got you. 
Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Seriously, and and, 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 and and just keep believing. You know, keep believing in keep, it. Keep, yeah, keep believing. Reach for the stars. Yes. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Aim for the stars. Like aim for the stars. Sometimes, and you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you if if you shoot past the moon. You know, you 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 got there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't oh. don't worry. don't worry about failure. I think that's my only advice I want to give. Yeah. Awesome. That's pretty good life advice in general, really. I was thinking of don't stop believing. So yeah, I was too. Yeah. We're going to have to, yeah. <laughs> I'll find a way to put that in somewhere. Uh, for sure. Or just get a cover version of it or something. Then it's <laughs> we'll sing it for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for spending time with us and talking about your game. I really love what you guys are doing. I can't wait to see more from you guys. And your buddy there that wasn't able to make it. So I'm looking forward to the future of Mango Down, and I wish you guys all the best. Thank you so Thank much, Thank you Paul. very much. Nathan, uh, Nathan uh, thanks so much, too. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, thanks for joining us. I did have a silly question about mangoes, but... Sure. It, Just go okay. ahead. Go ahead. You, okay. Like, do you guys enjoy mangoes as a fruit, or do you just like the Tango Down kind of comparison wordplay? Do you want to hear the the existence of that name? Okay. Okay, here here we go. So I was uh, at Rule's place and we were uh, doing some work, and I was sleeping over at his place. So we 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 spent I spent the night at Rule's, and uh, we had a couple of beers, and we mm-hmm. were like, we need to have a name for the company. But you ended up at Rule's bed, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we spent the night together. Nothing happened. Nothing. I seriously doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. At some point. Uh, uh, it was, it's a, yeah, we need to have a name for the company. And he was like, and I was like, I want to have something with a mango. I said, why? I said, a mango, it, it just, it, it looks nice. It sounds nice. I like, yeah, a mango is cool. Like, it's a, it's a positive thing. Okay. And yeah. point for just saying nothing and rule out of this, all out of the song is like, mango down. And awesome. That's okay. Cool. He, he got it from like tango down as in the military and then. Mango down. Oh, well, there, there you go. Nice, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just want to know. I don't know because mangoes are good and everything. So yeah, we think so. Yeah. All right. Thank All right. So yeah, thanks again. That'll do it for this time. So tune in next time, and we'll have someone else. Thanks.